Honey Bear. You're listening to the Honey Bear Files. My name is Mariah, but my sons call me Honey Bear. I wanted to record some life lessons and advice for them before I forgot because I have a bad case of mom brain. My kids are one and three, so these lessons are for their future selves. Hi guys, it's Mama. Adult content has been included. Hi Jack and Archer, it's Mom. It is May 10th, 2019. Um, Jack, you are five years old. You turned five in March. Obviously, you know when your birthday is, (laughs) but you're five now. And so we've been in the process of getting you ready for kindergarten and even the process of getting you into a kindergarten has been really a journey for your dad and myself because, um, God, I guess the only way to describe it is that when I was a kid and when your dad was a kid, we would go to our neighborhood school and it was just, that's just the way that it was. Whatever school district we were in, they would tell us what our neighborhood school was for elementary or junior high or for high school. And that would be where we went to school, but that's just not how it is anymore. (laughs) Now you may or may not get into your neighborhood school because different population of kids in different neighborhoods. And then some schools are not that great. So we have been realizing that there are some schools in our neighborhood that might not be that great for you to go to and trying to see what the other options are. So we actually did this thing, it's called open enrollment, where we applied to see if you could get into another neighborhood school and you got into one of those. So your dad has some big ideas though on another school he wants to try to get you into. There are all public schools, so it's not like we're sending you to private school. And there's nothing wrong with private school. It's just that um, you, I am a big believer in public school. <laughs> like it's okay to send your kids to public school. Um, and it's okay for you to go to public school and you'll be great. Um, but it's been such a stressful process. I'm just amazed by it, but you are excited about going to kindergarten. I'm excited about you going to kindergarten and Archer, you're two. Uh, we're getting you ready to go to the bathroom and a toilet, which would be awesome if you could go ahead and do that because <laughs> you need to go to preschool in the fall. So we have two of you that are having different um, seasons of life that are coming upon you. And, um, you know, your birthday was really awesome. Actually, I wanted to tell you about it. You know, usually when I'm recording these podcasts for you guys, I have everything written out and I know exactly what I'm going to say, but today is very unusual that I had some extra time. So I wanted to just throw this down for you guys because I have a lot. I want to make sure I tell you before I forget. Um, but your birthday was awesome. You wanted to have a unicorn poop birthday party. So that's what we did. And we, you wanted, I said, who do you want to invite to your birthday? And you said, I want to invite everyone. So that's what we did. We invited everyone from your school and pretty much everyone came, which is crazy. Um, we rented out your preschool and then you wanted to make the cake with me. So we actually, uh, made you a unicorn poop birthday cake. We had a cake and there was a unicorn and it was pooping and that was your party and it was awesome. You are so creative and you're so funny and I just love everything about you. So that was fantastic. Um, but 
I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about like my employment status and kind of the things that I've been going through because um, moms go through that. Um, I know there are some dads nowadays that are at-home dads or stay-at-home dads, and maybe you guys will decide to be, if you guys decide to have kids of your own one day, maybe you'll decide um, to stay at home. But usually one parent has to figure out what they're going to do with their life, and the other parent has to make sure that the kids are taken care of. And there's sometimes there's a little sharing in that, and sometimes one person gets the brunt, more of the brunt than the other. And so um, that's kind of what it's been like for me, that your dad has a great job. He is a self-taught graphic designer and marketing person. He does not have a college degree. Um, he earned everything that he has. He taught himself everything that he knows, and he's so incredibly talented, and he's so entrepreneurial, and he knows he has a lot of grit, so he knows how to stick things out and he has a lot of patience and he doesn't give up. And so he's just been really steadily sticking with this same job for the last 15 plus years now. And he's incredibly successful at it and he's doing a great job. So he's solid. <laughs> then you have me. Yay. Jack, you and I are a lot alike, it turns out. So... I'm telling you all about myself, so hopefully it helps you with you one day. But I love helping people. That's my favorite thing to do. Um, my favorite, the things that I'm the most interested are is learning about other people and hearing their stories and learning more about them. I love spending time with people. I love helping them when I find that there's something that maybe I can be helpful with. I like encouraging people. Um, I like making our neighborhood a better neighborhood to live in and helping other communities get better. And for a lot of my life, that's been working in different churches and helping churches succeed in connecting with families and connecting with kids and connecting with other grown-ups and making friends because I do believe like it takes a village to be a human being. It doesn't just take a village to raise a child. Like just to be on this planet being decently happy and having your needs met requires all of us to chip in and be together. And so when you were born, Jack, and I know I've told you this before, like after right before you turned a year old, I decided to work from home instead of working at a church or just a, a full-time job in an office. Um, because I wanted to be with you and I was going through a lot of stuff on my own anyways, like some postpartum depression that I needed to work through. And then probably, gosh, Archer, right when you turned two this year, which was in October of 2018, um, that's when I got offered a job outside of the home to work with kids and youth and families in one of our more low-income neighborhoods, but it's still not that far from us. It's part of our city, a part of our community, and it hit all the sweet spots for me, <laughs> Like, and I was really excited about doing it. And um, so I went to work with some youth and elementary kids at an elementary school in a neighborhood that needed some more support, and I had a blast. And that job 
was grant funded and that grant ran out. (laughs) And so I had to find another job. So what I decided to do was to see if there was more work within the company that I was working for. And there was, and it was in a neighborhood that was not a part of our neighborhood. It's in an area called Roseville, which Roseville isn't bad. It's just about a half an hour or sometimes 45 minutes, 50 minute drive from our house. And so I was really reluctant to take that work because that's really far away. Um, But at the same time, your Grammy and Pop Pop moved down the street from us and said that they'd be willing to watch you guys while I went to work. So I decided to go for it and it was, it's good work. Like it's hard work. It's fulfilling work. Um, it hits all those sweet spots that I really, really am passionate about. But the problem is that I don't get home until it's time to put you guys to bed and it's starting to take its toll on you guys. Um, and what I didn't really factor in was maybe that you guys aren't quite ready for me to be gone a lot. And right now I'm gone a lot. And so Jack, you're having a hard time. Archer, you're having a hard time. Um, part of the reasons I know, there's a lot of reasons I know you guys are having a hard time besides the fact that you think I'm never coming home every day, which is t- like mom guilt to the max uh, for me. But um, you guys aren't sleeping well at night. At least one person besides myself and your dad there's one of you or both of you are in our bed, but by the time we wake up and I'm a little tired today because Jackie needed me to sleep with you last night because you kept on waking up and you never tell me why you're waking up. You just wake up. And so I spent the evening with you, but, um, I took the, the morning off of work in the afternoon. So I got to go to preschool with you today, Jack and Archer, you and I got to go and get some snacks and now you both are sleeping. So that's why I'm just impromptly doing this podcast for you guys. Partly I wanted to just talk about how, um, one of the lessons that I've learned since you, you guys came into my life and changed everything was that my identity as a young person was really wrapped up in whatever job I had or whatever career I had. <laughs> Clearly, it's not like a long-standing career because I keep hopping around jobs But um, since you were born. But I think that more of my identity is now connected to my family and, and that you guys are really the most important thing to me. And Jack, I know that you feel things very, very deeply. There's a lot of times I try, people ask me about you guys all the time. They'll be like, what's Archer's personality like? Or what's Jack's personality like? And, you know, Archer, you're, you love to sing. You're really loud. Um, you're really good with your body. Like you're able to climb things and figure stuff out and you're able to use your fingers to untie things. (laughs) And you're like, it just, busy and you like to snuggle and you're sweet, but you're also fearless, which terrifies me a little bit because you're always on the go. Jack, you're a different guy, man. You are your own person and you are creative and you are fun and you love to experiment with things, but instead of calling them experiments, you like to call them experiences. You like to do experiences Um, 
and you are really in touch with how you feel and you are very good at articulating how you feel. And it's really more than I have ever been able to anticipate from a child. So I wanted to just share with you a couple examples of what that, what I mean by that. Cause people are always like, what do you mean that Jack's his own guy? I'm like, Jack knows stuff about himself. Jack knows stuff about his environment. Jack just knows some stuff and he, and Jack's his own guy. Like there's, you can't compare you to anyone. I can only compare you to myself because I totally can sometimes feel like a fish out of water sometimes or feel like I don't necessarily fit in a lot. Um, and you're just so wonderful. Um, it's nice to have someone that I can kind of identify with, but you are yourself. So, um, but you were talking the other night about how sometimes you get sad, you get hurt and then you cry and I was asking, well, yeah, well, sometimes I get hurt and I cry. And you said, no, it's different. What I'm talking about is my heart. Like my heart gets these cracks in it that are invisible and you can't see them, but they hurt. And when my heart hurts, I cry and I'm sad, but I'm hurt. Then you're five and I'm like having like this deep moment of like, oh my God, that's exactly what it feels like when someone breaks your heart. It feels just like that or when someone hurts your feelings, or when you feel betrayed, or you feel lonely, or when you feel homesick, or when you are just have anxiety, sometimes your heart just hurts. And I was just amazed that you were able to articulate that. Or another time you said that you realized that the kids at your preschool don't love you. And I told you, well, you don't have to love them either. They don't have to love you and you don't have to love them. Um, you get to decide who you want to be friends with and they get to decide who they want to be friends with and all of that's totally okay. But the good news, if that isn't good news already, the good news is that you have a humongous army of people who love you and we're called your family and you have a mom and a dad and a little brother and you have a bunch of grandparents and cousins. You have an army of people who love you no matter what and think you're the cutest, most special, amazing, smart kid in the world, which is true. And you're just able to articulate things like that. Like you're able to say like that you're upset because you just need some love, that you're feeling a little unloved. Um, you're just pretty you're very special that way. And, um, there's times where I've now realized that working outside the home is great, but you're the type of guy that just needs a little bit more of me and you don't need me to like do anything special. It's not like you want to go and have some type of adventure, although you love adventures, like you just need me around. And so, you know, I'm making a big move this summer to try to get closer to home with work and then to also prepare for the fact that there might not be an opportunity for me to, to work closer to home with the company that I'm at and have to kind of start over again. It's hard because I'm almost 40. <laughs> you're not 40 yet, but when you're middle aged and you're like needing to like either continue to not work or 
change a job or do something significantly different than what you thought you would be doing, it can be a little bit much to grapple with. And, um, and I want you and Archer to both know that um, I do it with joy that these, this season of our lives as a family is hard because I made a decision to work, which I would need to work. We all need money to live and pay our bills and mama has a mortgage and school loans and all the things. But, um, now that I know what type of toll it's taking on you, I'm willing to make a shift for you and for Archer to be near you more and um just keep you safe as long as I can you know like it's hard being a little bit odd (laughs) I'm a little bit awkward most of the time um I find myself a little bit just I'm a little bit different from others and that's okay and you're a little bit different and that's okay and Archer you're a little bit different we're all a little we all have our own superpower we all have our own abilities we all have our own quirks and the things that make us unique and it's my job as your mom to know and identify your quirks as they are right now at your age and modify myself to be able to meet your need and take care of you And I do it with a lot of pride and a lot of joy because I'm so proud of who you are. Like, I'm a little bit emotional about it. You're insanely special, and um, I'm just really proud of you. So I'm doing what I can and just been thinking a lot about identity and how we identify ourselves on this planet and how much of it matters and how much of it doesn't and... I'll talk to you more about it another time. Um, we were just, me and Leon, your uncle, have been talking about those um, ancestry DNA packages and like some of the things that I had identified with, even from like an ethnic perspective, have changed because some of the things that our family said was a part of our ethnic heritage happens to not be accurate, <laughs> it turns out. For example, my grandma, her parents are uh, immigrants from Hungary. And so my grandmother's mother and father are from Hungary. And so she says she was Hungarian. And so I thought for sure we would be like a majority, like my dad's Jewish, your grandpa. And he did his ancestry. Turns out, yep dude's a Jew, <laughs> like he's Jewish and, and a splash of other Eastern European things, but really he's, he's a Jew. And so I'm half of a Jew and you're a quarter of a Jew. And, and that's something to be very proud of and really excited about and something to also protect. But like, we are not Hungarian at all, kiddo. Like there's zero of it. There's, it does not exist in our lineage. And so, but there's other stuff that popped up that I wasn't prepared for. And so I'll just share a little bit. So when you, Jack and Archer, each of you, when you were born, you both had these weird birthmarks on your butt. Jack, yours, 
<laughs> Yours was like in your butt crack. I thought like there was dirt. Like I'd always be scrubbing your buns because I'm like, am I not getting all this stuff off his skin? Like he has this really dark area on his butt crack, but it turned out to be a birthmark that went away. Like in this last year, it's gone. And then Archer, you had, you, your whole butt was blue and purple when you were born. And I, they, I thought it was a giant bruise on your butt and on your legs. Um, they even took a x-ray of your hips because I thought your hips had been like dislocated or something, but it turned out that was also a birthmark. This birthmark is a birthmark that usually folks who are from Asia get. No one told us that we had any Asian lineage. And so when Leon's DNA came back, because I haven't done it yet, because I'm kind of, I don't, I'm too much of a wuss to do it. I like don't want to find out. But And I figure if Leon does it, he's my brother, totally counts. Um, it's Western Asia, which is more of like Turkey, Afghanistan, like something, it would be countries that we consider the Middle East, but are more on the wet, on the West side of Asia. And so it turns out there's enough of that in our family background that you guys came out with these birthmarks on your butts. And, um, like they're literally in Asian countries, they call it blue blood, blue blood. That is so hard to say blue, butt. that you guys were born with blue butts. Um, say that five times real fast. That's hard. <laughs> so like, not that like you're defined by your cultural ethnic heritage, but at the same time, yes, like where your ancestors came from matters to your identity and it matters to my identity, especially as an American, which we're a mix of like all sorts of stuff. Like it's hard to find what our culture is that we want to identify with as well. I mean, there's all different types of things people identify. They, you know, your sexuality, your faith or your spirituality. You can have an identity when it comes to like, are you a mom, a wife, a parent, um, a sister, a niece? I'm clearly talking about myself because you guys are boys. You know, you're a son, you're, you may or may not be a dad. You may or may not be a husband one day, but like, you know, or we have our identity in like our work that we do, like, oh, I'm a pastor or I'm a social worker or I'm a chaplain or I'm a nurse or I'm a doctor. Like we find our identity in these careers. I'm an artist, I'm a musician. And, um, and also with like where people came from, <laughs> you know, like there's a cultural identity that that can sometimes be met within our heart where we understand when we understand where we came from or when we understand what our grandparents went through, we can identify with their struggle a little bit. So I've just been kind of wrestling with that notion. And so I definitely want to talk to you guys more about it in the future, but, um, interesting stuff that we're learning about each other. So I wanted to just leave you with this because you guys are still taking a nap and I want to take advantage of the fact that you're taking a nap and binge, binge watch on some shows I've been saving up in my queue. Um, but I wanted to leave you with this, um, specifically you Jack today that, um, I love fighting for you and I love taking care of you and I love looking out for you and what's best for you. And, Please, if you can, to the best of your ability, just stay honest with me and keep letting me know what you need. And don't be 
Don't be afraid to tell me what you need. And I know that I'm probably going to be a smothering mother. Um, so tell me when you have found your people so that I know that you're okay. And, and just know that I'm your biggest fan. You're just a champ. And it doesn't matter that you might not like all the other stuff that kids like that you see around you and that you have different interests and different ideas of what you like and what you don't like. Those are the things that make you so incredibly amazing to me. So just remember that. And Archer, you are such a lovey-dovey little cutie, little brave little soldier. You love your brother so much and Sometimes he uh, can be such a pest to you. <laughs> yes, Jack, you're actually a pest to Archer sometimes too. Um, but Archer, I love you so much. And gosh, you feel like an extension of myself sometimes that I, we end up not talking a lot, me and you. We end up just making noises at each other, which I need to work on that because you clearly need to use words now. But um, you're so brave. And you have such a good sense of yourself, and I don't want to hold you back at all. Um, you're a lot like your dad, and I got to figure you out a little bit, and I'm okay with that because you're worth it, and you're easy to love. You're both very easy to love, and um, uh, may God just continue to keep you safe and to keep your hearts safe. And may your heart always feel the love of your family who care about you so deeply. And may God's grace keep you from even the icky family stuff that sometimes goes on at our house. Where we yell or we might get angry. Um, may God just cover you with so much grace that those things bounce off of you. And um, God, would you help me and and these kids' dad just do a a better job at guiding them and showing them what real love and peace is all about. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen.